Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio family, once again the weekend is upon us. So are you and your wonderful company. Thank you very much as I, Renee Vaughn, welcome you back to another weekend edition of Community Focus. Thanking you so much for tuning in here in our intercom stations every Saturday and Sunday morning. I look forward to these weekends and the opportunity to, of course, not only engage in conversation with you as I introduce members of our Community Focus family, but I'm so happy to say we have another new member to add to our growing community family. She is the CSBG, and we'll find out what that actually stands for, Director with the Welfare Reform Liaison Project. It's also known as WRLP. This is a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization based here locally where their mission is to grow and enhance workforce initiatives in and around Guilford County and this is in regards to training and employment so let me welcome the newbie and you Latasha Lovett good morning and welcome to Community Focus how are you I am doing well and I am so um, thankful that you are allowing me the opportunity to to discuss um, welfare reform it is a passion of mine um, to actually assist those individuals who need just a hand up and not necessarily a handout. Absolutely. And Natasha, let me say the pleasure is all mine already, my dear, from your bubbling personality. I know we're going to have a good conversation on this subject matter this morning. And particularly, Latasha, in these times, it's very difficult for many of us, and not just in Guilford County, but in and around our various communities, of course, COVID-19 still continues to be a much talked about topic of discussion, but even more so when we relate it to employment, we relate it to really unemployment, which sadly, that's where a lot of our area residents find themselves. So the timing for you to chat with me today is is really just spot on. And again, I like what you said, you have a passion in what you do And I just want to say on behalf of our listeners, thank you for bringing that passion to our public affairs program. I really do appreciate it. So you ready to get started? I am. Wonderful. So tell me, and I think I kind of gave away, if you will, part of my first question. What's your organization's mission? Go into more detail on that outside of what I just shared. Okay, so our mission is to provide services that will enable the economically disadvantaged individuals and families to move towards 
self-sufficiency. And by doing that, um, there's a lot of collaboration that takes place through federal and state agencies, um, the faith community, Mm -hmm. other agencies, and the public and private sectors as well. Wonderful. Now, I mentioned earlier the CSBG. What does that stand for with you being the director? Yes, CSBG stands for Community Service Block Grant. Nice. Very good. And you've been in this role how long? Uh, Six years, actually, with um, Welfare Reform. Wonderful. Well, speaking of passion, where did it start for you in wanting to do what you passionately do now? You know what? It all started um, at a very young age for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And you still sound young. (laughs) (laughs) At a very young age, actually experiencing some of the things, um, similar things that individuals that come to our agency um, seeking assistance, you know, um, at one point, you know, that was my family. And um, I recall actually going um, with my mom to actually try to get some services for our family. And the actual social worker um, at that time went over and beyond um, to help us. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point, I said, you know what, I want to do exactly what she does. Wonderful. And, you know, um, enrolled in college, ended up getting my degree, and here I am today, helping. Exactly. (laughs) And to thank you for that that personal uh, perspective on things, because I really appreciated what you said, that you wanted to emulate what someone wonderfully did for you and your family as far as giving back. And I think that's what community is really all about. When you have sort of hands-on, if you will, and you can relate directly. So it makes it, I'm sure, so much easier in the position that you are serving as a CSBG director and giving back to other members of the community as well. Absolutely. Now, Latasha, can you tell me in our radio family about the work your organization does and the programs in particular you run? Yes. So, um, with Welfare Reform, actually, um, it is a free employment training agency. And so we actually service Gifford County, um, individuals that are 125% below the federal poverty level. And so what we initially do is individuals come in, they actually, um, if they are eligible, they would Um, do soft skills training. That's a three-week program. And then after they graduate from that program, they're able to um, enroll in a certified training program. For example, like CDL, um, like a nursing pathways program, um, customer service program, any type of quick career that they can receive a certification in. um, Our agency actually um, provides the funding for them to be able to do that. And so the the goal is for them to obtain employment to become self-sufficient. Right. And so with this recent um, COVID-19 impact, mm-hmm. um, we actually had to cease our classes. And so in training, because we do a lot of work with the community college. Right. And, and so what we're doing now is providing emergency services for those individuals impacted by COVID-19. And so in there's a ram of things that we can actually assist with Mm -hmm. utilities, rental, childcare, mortgage, um, food and nutrition. And so we wanted to focus our efforts on rebuilding our communities back 
um, that has that was impacted by COVID. Absolutely. And so many wonderful things, Latasha, that I'm hearing you share with our listeners and in speaking on hands on, like you said, for for individuals to get that specified training in which it will prepare them to be readily available, because interestingly enough, here we find just in our state of North Carolina, a lot of businesses that are rephasing, if you will, or phasing back into going into operation before this pandemic hit. And I mean, it hit hard and it, it, it put a lot of people out of work. Some are likely still without unemployment, hopefully up until now, as we continue in our conversation throughout the course of what we're discussing to really motivate an individual to get in contact with you once we get to the end of this particular public affairs program. But I just really like the fact of what you're doing in terms of giving back. I think it's a wonderful thing. And I'm pretty sure the feedback from members of the community has been pretty tremendous as well. It, it is. And so, um, like I said, we we are con- at this point we're concentrating all of our efforts into um, emergency services. Exactly um, to provide that hand up for those individuals. Affected. Yeah, and I really like that because you're right. It is a hands up as opposed to hands out, and we're familiar with that particular terminology. But I think when you say hands up, that brings more positivity to yes. the given situation. <laughs> Absolutely. So what are the eligibility guidelines? Let's talk about that for a few minutes before we go to break. Yes. So an individual has to reside in Gifford County, um, be at least 18 years of age, Mm -hmm. and be at or below 125% of the federal poverty um, levels in order to receive services. Very good. So locations where your services are provided, can you share that? Oh, absolutely. We actually have two locations, one bit in High Point at um, on Idle Street at the NC Works Career Center. Um, And we're also um, in Greensboro at 863 North Raleigh Street. So two very Um, uh, pretty familiar locations for our listeners, Latasha. Well, let me ask you this, because you touched on this a few moments ago, as far as the the training and the employment, and you were mentioning it being in a classroom setting, but of course, because of the situation with the coronavirus and and many places of, of such, particularly with what you do, you're having to make readjustments. How are you still able to reach out to individuals as far as giving them that training? Can you go into more specifics with that? Because, you know, we have this ad, the advent of technology, just like you and I, of course, are, are Zooming or having our conversation by phone. Is that a similar method in which you're making the readjustment in other areas? Yes. So the readjustment that um, we have actually made, um, we think it's key that individuals actually take some type of soft skills training um, as well as receive like a CRC certification. Mm -hmm. And those certifications um, are geared for employees to actually know where an individual individual skill level is. Unfortunately, we had to cease our soft skills classes, although Mm -hmm. we know the importance of them. Um, But we were still sending individuals to training providers that were still operating. Um, For example, during this COVID, we graduated eight individuals in our CDL program. Nice. Well, congratulations to to the class of 2020. (laughs) 
Awesome. And, you know, and, and, and I was just thinking about that, too, Latasha, when, when we think about how challenging this year has been. But to see so many and not necessarily just young people, because we have young people at heart. I was trying to think and it just left my mind what we used to refer to ourselves as older adults that are still in that learning process. The word will come to me later. But anyway, you know, you don't have to be a particular age because none of us ever stop learning, no matter what age we just happen to be. But how great that we have not only young ones, but like I said, I call them seasoned adults, (laughs) Latasha, (laughs) that, that are graduating from classes such as this, but even more so to be... Not only the individual that's going through the personalized training, but I can only imagine the friends and family who are seeing this individual really just progress as far as that job training. And it's really paying off when a particular company actually hires that individual. Yes, we have our track record, um, our employment track record once individuals um have graduated our program or graduated from a particular training program. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we gear most of our certified training um, based on the needs of the employers. Right. And so especially during this time, COVID, we need people out there driving trucks. Absolutely. And let's give so, it up to all of our truck drivers, just in case there are some listening to us here on the Weekend Edition of community focus because of course we we've been acknowledging and, and saying thank you to our healthcare workers, you know, our nurses and our doctors. But yeah, if it wasn't for the truck drivers, especially when every time we try to go to the grocery store and still having problems finding particular items like hand sanitizer or toilet paper, and those are just the two alone off of that list. But to think of the hours that our truck drivers and this is both men and women. Because if I'm not mistaken, Latasha, correct me if I'm wrong on this, that number in particular for female truck drivers is increasing. It sure is. You'll be, you would be surprised how many women. Women we are exactly, exactly. So really, we give a huge shout out to all of our truck drivers everywhere, whether you are currently on the road or you're stationary right now and listening to us here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, because they really are, Latasha, the lifeline for a lot of products that we rely on on a daily basis, and not just the two that I mentioned. So thank you very much. It is good to have you on the program. And listen, you are you are family now, so the word newbie is non-existent going <laughs> forward. So thank you so much for being a part of our radio family. I just have one question, Latasha. Can you stick around with me for part two? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. I would love that because I do have a few more questions and I certainly want to continue engaging in our fine conversation. And Radio Family, of course, I really appreciate your company and definitely thank you for engaging in terms of listening. And of course, to acknowledge all the good things, too, that you are doing in our communities as well. So indeed, we will take a break. There will be a part two. More of the weekend edition of Community Focus as we do welcome our newest member. She's family now. Latasha Lovett, again, who is the CSBG director with Welfare Reform Liaison. Again, it's a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization whose mission is to grow and enhance workforce initiatives in Guilford County. 
And radio family Latasha and I, Renee Vaughn, we will return. There is more of the weekend edition of Community Focus right after this. It is more of the weekend edition of Community Focus. Great company as always, radio family, of course, with you and definitely and including members of our Community Focus family. The newest one in Latasha Lovett. She is the CSBG director with Welfare Reform Liaison Project, a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization. And to catch up with you, Radio Family, for those who just may be joining us, as we welcome you to the program. Again, the mission is to grow and enhance workforce initiatives in Guilford County in both training and employment. Latasha, thank you for rejoining me. We were off to a fabulous start with our conversation, talking about this wonderful organization. And you were discussing before we went to break the locations where the services are provided. I'll have you repeat that information before we officially uh, end our conversation. But I wanted to get into the particulars. What types of training do you all offer? And so we offer, um, and I forgot to mention, thanks for having me back. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) We offer um, soft skills training. Um, We also offer, well, we don't actually provide the training, but we have actually partnered with certified training providers to um, offer any type of quick career that an individual can receive a certification um, in a field. Examples like CDL, Mm -hmm. um, CNA, phlebotomy, med tech, um, pharmacy tech, uh, construction skills trade. We're actually geared to gear up for a new construction skills trade training class where those individuals will receive eight federal certifications in EPA 1, 2, and 3, Mm -hmm. mechanical green. Um, They'll get a forklift and heavy machinery that's with the boom lift and scissor lift as well. And so we don't like to box ourselves in. Um, We've had individuals who wanted to go to real estate, get their real estate license. Wow. So our agency um, has positioned ourselves to assist those individuals with any type of quick career that they're interested in. that uh, they will receive a certification in. Latasha, that is amazing because that brings to me and to my mind, it is amazing how many jobs are out there that likely a lot of our listeners and radio family didn't even know possibly existed. And just that abbreviated list that you gave. And the fact that there is something out there for everybody. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Now, what is your agency doing to address COVID-19? Because that really is a continued a topic of discussion in and around our communities. Yes, welfare reform um, is offering um, emergency services. And those services um, include uh, rental, mortgage, utilities, child care, food and nutrition. Um, and so... We want to make sure that although, you know, our country is experiencing this pandemic, that there are not only welfare reform, that there's a ton of agencies in Gifford County that are assisting families. Absolutely. So um, we just want to, again, give them a hand up. We're here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) 
That's right. That and and so thankful that we have a public affairs show such as Community Focus that really is getting the word out. Because I think you touch on a very important thing through this platform and definitely the passion for what you do. It is making our radio family and our listeners in general aware that these services you have you have always been here. It's just a matter of individuals hearing about you, knowing where you're located, and especially the steps that are taken to get in contact with you. And, of course, all of that we're, we have been sharing and will continue to share in the course of our conversation. But when you were talking about and alluding to, Latasha, a lot of the everyday needs that a family has – Let's discuss, and and this is kind of an aside, because every day we're hearing so many different things in the news about area residents. And sadly, one of them happens to be the talk about many area families being evicted. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yes. And so at the beginning of um, this crisis, you know, and it was in the news that eviction hearings were going to be placed on hold. Um, And so... Prior to that, there were several families that were already in the pipeline um, to get padlocked. Wow. And so there was a big announcement that um, those individuals that were that are in the pipeline, that they will begin doing padlocks on May 28th. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be scary for a family. Oh, absolutely, you know? especially um, in, in these particular times. Yes. And so we want those individuals... To know, we know that there is there was over a hundred people in the pipeline just in Gifford County alone. Right. We want those individuals to know that our agency um, has positioned ourselves to help them mm-hmm. to get them out of this situation because nobody wants to be out on the streets, especially during a time like this. And so um, we're here. And thank you for that because there very likely is a family that is in that particular situation at this given moment, Latasha, who is hearing this information here on the weekend edition of Community Focus and hearing those words of reassurance, particularly coming from you as the CSBG director with Welfare Reform Liaison. I'm really hoping that at some point, and and this can be in a good way, that when we share the contact information with our listeners, that Latasha... The phone lines are going to get flooded. The emails are going to get flooded. And not necessarily to do with the recent evictions, but for persons who are still looking for job training, that are still looking for job placement, that are still looking for employment. Because you take into consideration, likely there are still an additional group of people who likely have been unemployed way before COVID-19 even came into the picture and are still looking for work, but were unaware about the the welfare reform liaison project until today. And you are absolutely right. And so one, I'm going to tell you one of the great things about welfare reform. And so we have um, our success coaching staff, um, that is ready because we know that there is going to be an influx of individuals seeking assistance. But the great thing about welfare reform, individuals, even our front desk person, Mm -hmm. uh, we're training her to be able to take applications. Nice. Learning how to do applications because 
we want to let our community know that, hey, we're here. We're here to help. Right. So it's not a long process. We have a person can complete an application, and um, we do have 72 hours to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, those applications are getting out in a day if we have wow. everything that we need to make a determination. Yeah. And so um, we just want... I mean, and again, I'm so thankful to have this opportunity to talk about welfare reform and um, and provide that information of the services that we actually offer here. Well, Latasha, I can't tell you how excited and happy I am that we have this opportunity on a public affairs show such as this and to say thank you for you and your entire staff and all the hard work and effort that you put into helping our communities. And with that, I want to welcome those of you joining us. You are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus, heard Saturday and Sunday mornings here on our intercom stations. Thank you so much, Radio Family, for great company and definitely the company of members of our Community Focus family, the latest in Latasha Lovett. Again, she is the CSBG director with the Welfare Reform Liaison Project. Now, Latasha, I know this will not be a problem. Speaking of success stories, share as many as you possibly can that can come to mind with our listeners to to let them know that if that success can happen for that individual, the same can happen for them. Oh, man, the first thing that actually comes to mind, um, I actually received a call Sunday Uh um, from one of our um, recent program graduates. And I answered my phone and I'm just was wondering what he wanted. And right. he just said, I just want to thank you, Miss Lovett. Uh-huh. And I said, okay. But every time I talk to you, 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 you tell me thank you. Right, right. <laughs> he, says, he says, without welfare reform, you know, I would not be where I am today. Wow. When this young man actually came into our program, he was homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually uh, participated in our construction skills trade training class. Wonderful. And so at the time he was homeless, he was on probation, mm-hmm. and um, he was geared up to getting ready to, what he thought, go to jail. We were two weeks into the construction class, and right. he had already missed two weeks. Oh. He came back and he said, you know, hey, you know, change of plans. I'm not going to jail. Wonderful. I want to get into this class. I have to get into this class. Yeah. And so I allowed him, I approved him to join the class. He said, I'm going to work extra hard. Well, mm-hmm. he received all of his certifications. And so um, he got his certifications, went out, was looking for work. He went on a construction site mm-hmm. and um, it was hot outside this particular day. Right. Very hot. So um, the foreman, I guess you would call him, was up on top of the building mm-hmm. and um, Hatton came down because he wanted to see about an employment opportunity. Right. And so he stood out there. He tells me about two and a half hours waiting on the man to come down. In the heat. Um, in the heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, man finally came down. He sweat the the former program participant. He's a drenching in, in sweat, just sweating. And said that alone um, showed that foreman that he had the dedication to look for employment. Absolutely. Um, I mean, just just think what person would take that initiative to to wait and particularly two hours can be an extensive period of time, dependent upon what the situation happens to be. But I really love that young man. Like you said, his determination 
his initiative and the fact that he wanted to complete his goal. He knew it was before him, but it was really up to him to take the necessary steps to make it happen. And the fact that he was willing to wait that long. And like you said, the impression alone that it put in the foreman's mind that here's this young kid that's willing to wait two hours in on one of the hottest days thus far just for this particular job. Yes, and that young man, um, this has been quite some time ago. He's uh-huh. still employed with the company. Um, actually drives one of the company vehicles um, going Great. in the same community where yeah. he was homeless. He was homeless. Doing wow. HVAC. So wow. It's amazing. Um, it is amazing. And just, they always, they will call back yeah. to let you know how appreciative they are for the opportunity. And isn't isn't that one of the rewarding things about what you do and why you're so passionate? And I just hear it in your voice, Latasha, as to why you are just so committed to what you do. I tell you, just hearing you share that story already put a smile on my face. And I can only imagine, you know, hopefully that young man is listening uh, to us here on, on the program. But I tell you what, the next time you hear from him or hear from him, let him know, you know, that all of us here at Intercom Radio Stations, we're very proud of him and what he's doing and what he continues to do. And especially the great example that he is setting when we were talking about earlier how so many of the recipients are receiving that specified training and they're getting out into the workforce. And we were talking about our graduates because, of course, we continue to be in the middle of graduation season And I can only imagine for a a relatively young person, especially for someone who's graduated from, say, high school, who may not readily have plans to go to an institute of higher learning. And every family is going to be different because, you know, you have some kids that do go on to four year colleges and universities, others who may just do a two year uh, program with a lot of our wonderful community colleges that are in and around our communities and some who are actually fortunate enough to be in a position that when they do receive the training with the welfare reform liaison project, they can go right into the workforce. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there another story you'd like to share that comes to mind? Um, let me think. Oh, absolutely. Yes, please do. Um, and so let me tell you about my first, when I first got into the, yes, share. So, (laughs) I first got in the field, didn't know what I was doing, only knew the textbook stuff and <laughs> right. experience, you know, some of the experience. Yeah. And so um, we used to have a young man um, that would drive to our training program, drive to our building training program, um, riding his bike. Wow. And um, he used to ride that bike every single day. And so he had, um, had a, a daughter. Mm-hmm. And so he would have his daughter on the back of that bike as well um, because he was trying to get custody of his child. At this time, he was staying um, wherever he could with right. his baby mm-hmm. um, because the mom wasn't um, in the child's life. He just wanted to do it the right way. Yeah. And so he ended up um, getting full custody of his child. Love it. So he received his certifications from us. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we assisted him with this court stuff, you know, to try to get custody for his child. Um, end up getting him, assisting him with getting an apartment. Um, and now his little girl is 
so happy. She has her own room. Oh. Provide <laughs> him with furniture for his house. Nice. And um, he's still employed. Um, Excellent. He, too, did the construction program. And so he is um, a supervisor at an apartment wow. complex doing their maintenance at um, an apartment complex. And Very so, nice. Um, there are some individuals who don't complete. However, those that do complete, it's, mm-hmm. it's worthwhile. Oh, you yeah. Know, you're able to become self-sufficient to Absolutely. take care of your family. Right, right. So and you know, and Latasha, what I love about this is that you have focused on two very positive stories about two very positive men of color. We don't hear a lot of that lately. Yeah. And so it is just so wonderful to hear about these two young men who are making a difference in the community, especially when a society has not been too kind to our brothers, particularly of color. And so it's always amazing to hear from individuals like yourselves to know that our brothers out there are doing the right thing. They're struggling, but they're doing the right thing. And I think those two examples alone have you grinning from ear to ear because it's not just (laughs) these two young men now. Think about the ones that after hearing our conversation and have an interest in the program, what steps they're going to take. So hopefully, Latasha, the next time that we can have another great conversation, we can hear other successful stories from from not just, you know, young brothers, but our sisters too, and, and not just the young ones, but again, the persons who are young at heart. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. So that ties into me asking, what are your social media platforms? And so we have, um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and that is WRLP.net for our Facebook and Twitter. And our Instagram is just WRLP. Excellent. With that, what is the phone number so we can get this this number blown up for you, Miss Latasha, so you can hear from our wonderful listeners? Yes, our telephone number is area code 336-691-5780. Again, that number is 336-691-5780. Wonderful. Now, is there a particular time of day in which a person can get in contact with you? Yes, our office hours um, are from 8 to 5. We also have um, an emergency line. And that telephone number. Yes. I'm sorry. No, 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 because it's giving me time to write it down. (laughs) For emergencies after 5, they can contact 336-709. Five six three one. Wonderful. That number is area code three three six seven zero nine five six three one. Fantastic. And we're going to repeat those numbers too again in the remaining minutes, Latasha, that we have. My final question to you, and I always hate when time runs out. It's just like twenty four <laughs> hours aren't enough in a day, especially to be engaged in wonderful conversation with a wonderful person like yourself. How can, speaking of individuals, how can we get more involved with your agency, your organization, and what we can do to help give back to the community in ways that you do? 
One thing is just spread the word. Um, nice. We know that Intercom's platform is huge. Um, and so just spread the word. Like, put us out there, like on this community forum, first step, um, so we know that listeners um, would be able to have some information. Absolutely. Um, even if you're at a grocery store and someone is talking about their hardships, just provide them um, with our information. And so we just want people to tell somebody, and that person's going to tell somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Tell somebody. That's right. And you know what? Because I'm, I'm from the old school, Latasha. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't have a problem sharing my age. I turned 50 this year. And, you know, for many of us, when we get to that, that's a milestone. But, you know, we, we come from a particular generation where we reference we from the old school. And believe uh-huh. me, long before we had these social media platforms, that was the way that we yeah. communicated with one another was by word of mouth. And I think it is the most not just in terms of it being simplistic, but it's still powerful, even in the advent of social media, because, you know, there are some instances in which people may not have direct access to a computer or to, well, just about everybody has a cell phone. So at least that's accessible. But when you are lacking in one area, I think word of mouth, you know, is can makes up for that in, in, in so many ways. Like, like you said, when they, when they listen to a public affairs show such as Community Focus and they hear about this, And I can just imagine, Latasha, our listeners, just as soon as our conversation comes to an end and this program does likewise, that they're going to pick up the phone and not just get in contact with you, but they are going to spread the word with another family member who may be in need of your services and didn't know it was out there until today. And like you said, that person will take talk to the next person and to the next person. And it's kind of like a dominoes effect. Remember the game of dominoes? Yeah. Like when when you hit one domino and then the next one would fall and then you just see this yeah. this beautiful process of all these dominoes falling in in such a way and and that's how word of mouth can be. Now, it's not to take away from what our social media platforms do because it does take it to another level to where you can reach just as many if not more people, but it's nice to know the old school way is just as effective. As you know, it is with the advent of technology. So thank you so much for that. In the closing minutes that we have on the program, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't bring to our conversation in terms of questions? Yes. It's one thing that I actually forgot to mention is that our agency also um, offers tuition assistance. And so with that tuition assistance, for those individuals seeking higher education Mm -hmm. um, at colleges and universities in Gifford County, in Gifford County, um, like at A&T, UNCG, um, Greensboro College, we will assist them um, if they have exhausted like their aid. Yeah. Um, And so we saw that there was a gap in graduation. And the main reason is because people feel they can't afford it. Yes, exactly. Or they ran out of their financial aid. Mm-hmm. We want individuals to graduate. And so that's one cool service that our that agency um, offers as well. Beautiful. And thank you indeed for mentioning that. I, I love the fact we could get that in the course of our conversation. <laughs> so, Latasha, I just want to repeat the main telephone number, which is 336 Six nine one five seven eight zero, 
And that's Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., correct? That is correct. Okay. And the emergency number, and let's emphasize this, Radio Family, if it's an emergency, you can certainly reach the Welfare Reform Liaison Project, or WRLP, after hours at 336 709 5631. And tell us the physical locations again, Latasha, if you don't mind repeating that. Yes, in High Point, we're actually located at 607 Idle Street. That's in the NC Works Career Center. And our other location is 863 North Raleigh Street. And that's here in Greensboro. And that's our training facility. Wonderful. Well, family, you did a fantastic job. Latasha, I hope this isn't the only conversation we're engaged in. I would love to have you back to do a follow-up on the show. So let's stay in contact with each other, shall we? Yes. Wonderful. Latasha Lovett, Radio Family, the CSBG Director with the Welfare Reform Liaison Project, WRLP. You know about this agency now. They're a 501c3 non profit charitable organization and again their mission is to grow and enhance workforce initiatives in guilford county both in training as well as employment and latasha you did a fantastic job thank you my sister for for all that you do in our communities and please keep up the great work thank you so much for having me you are so welcome and latasha as i usually end the program with members of our community focused family With me, Renee Vaughn, there are no goodbyes. So until (laughs) next time, my dear, we will be in contact. So again, thank you. I like that too. So let's make that happen. And Radio Family, I like that you too are continuing to do good things in our communities. I mentioned that earlier in the program, and I always like to mention it before we bring our public affairs show to an end. And it has come to that. But thank you for the great company and indeed no goodbyes until next time. Please stay safe. First and foremost, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. And on behalf of Latasha Lovett and me, Renee Vaughn, thank you for tuning in to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Until that next time, take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.